Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Tea and Sweets with Miss J. Of course, you guys know I am your hostess with the Moses, Miss J, aka Miss Simone Jackson, here to bring you guys another great episode of Tea and Sweets. You guys know we are a celebrity based podcast show, always bringing you guys the great interviews. Of course, we have another guest here today. As always, we never disappoint on our guests. He is an actor, and I am super excited to be um, talking with him because he uh, was raised between England and Australia. We don't, you know, Get international guests, so I'm very excited to be talking with him today. Everyone, give a warm welcome to Mince Lawrence Fuller. Hi, Lawrence. Hello. How are you? Hi. I'm, I'm doing great. Good. Great. Thanks are... for having me on. Of course, of course. Thank you for coming on here. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So, so you and I are going to go. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So we're going to go ahead and start off the first question for you, Mr. Lawrence. Uh, can you tell us what began your passion for acting? Um, well, it was an early connection to cinema, for sure. And I grew up in the art world. My mom is a painter and my dad was an art critic and I grew up around the arts. There was filmmakers, writers, artists, uh, everywhere. Everyone was in the arts in some capacity. And I gravitated mostly to to cinema and performing and I guess I wanted to uh, tell stories and live out those adventures. And it was a combination of that and mm -hmm. meeting it. Um, a couple really good drama teachers in my high school, in my younger years, mm -hmm. from when, um, like doing the Australian Theatre for Young People in Sydney, which is a great program as a part of the Sydney Theatre Company that mm -hmm. I think Kate Blanchett's now the artistic director of. But at the time, I, I was, uh, I think I was about nine or 10 when I started there. And that sort of kicked off my passion for theater. And we did, you know, sort of threw together productions of Shakespeare and um, devised experimental pieces. And, and I went to uh, this college called Narrabunda College, which specialized in the arts, particularly the theater program under Peter Wilkins and Ernie Glass was um, really excellent, well-known in Australia at that time. Mm -hmm. And I made it clear to them, you know, I, I want to go to drama school after I finish high school. So I don't really care about many of these other subjects. I just want to do drama and I want to do that as much as possible. And yeah. so they allowed, allowed me to do, do my last, my final years of high school, basically just in the theater program. And then when I came out, I auditioned for the drama schools like a couple of, for a couple of years, I wanted to go to one of the top ones. And eventually I got into Bristol Old Vic, which is perfect because, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is my favorite actor. Mine too. And, right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to agree. I am a huge Daniel Day-Lewis fan over here. So I had to agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have great taste. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, um, you know, a very, uh, just a, a, a fine gentleman all round, you know, in his, the way he carries himself but, and the way he goes about his art and the choices he makes and the films he does and just how particular he is about uh, what he wants to do, I think is all incredibly admirable and really mm -hmm. 
holds himself to the highest standards in our profession. And, and so luckily I, I got into the same drama school that he got into and I suppose got some of the same foundation and teaching that he did, which was in itself a dream come true. Um, and that, that got me going on my professional journey when I graduated from there and I went into the British theatre world um, before I got into film. That is incredible. I have to say, that is amazing. I, I have to say, I love everything about Daniel Day-Lewis as an actor. Just one of those actors that can just do any role just flawlessly. I mean, there isn't any movie that he's been in that I just, just haven't just loved him in. So I think that is that is incredible. Um, just to go on just a little bit more, uh, what roles do you gravitate yourself to as an actor? Well, I suppose, you know, coming from that classical tradition of Shakespeare, it's, um, I, I still hold on to romantic notions of characters with sort of depth and grit and uh, honesty, emotional honesty. And mm -hmm. uh, there's, I guess, characters that require some kind of transformation during the, the character arc or characters that are quite different from myself. Or, um, I mean, today I, I auditioned for, it was like a Hungarian gangster in a, a TV show. Ooh. And um, a, a few days you know, before it, it, there was like an, uh, some kind of elf for a new big Game of Thrones-esque TV show and, um, you know, a, a, a Muay Thai fighter and another thing. I mean, you know, so it's, it's great to be able to participate in a big range of things. But I mean, ultimately, ultimately, I would say the goal is the, you know, the leading man, the biopics of interesting people throughout history or, or mm -hmm. inspired by, by those interesting people like, you know, like P.T. Anderson that has these really interesting take on historical figures where he just sort of is in, loosely inspired by, the, you know, the, um, uh, like the early oil men or, yeah. I mean, how to say, I'm trying to like dance around the person in particular, but <laughs> the, the, the cult figure that inspired the master, you know, th you know, things like that was, I mean, it's, and Philip Seymour Hoffman and Walking Phoenix just knocked that out of the park. Yes. I mean, oh my goodness. Ca yes. Characters like that just stick in my mind for years after I see a film like that. So, I mean, um, I mean, in a dream world, it would be something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great taste. Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Reimer Hoffman, also one of my few favorite actors. Um, <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, awesome taste there. <laughs> yeah. um, go on. Um, Lawrence, what would you be, what would you consider to be your big dream role? Your big dream role, what would it be? Um, well, kind of along those lines. Um, I'm working on this project at the moment. I'm on the fourth draft of this screenplay about my late father, who was the art critic Peter Fuller. And he was just such a controversial figure in the art world in England. And um, he lived this fascinating life. And it really kind of it was at the heart of the art world in England. And 
his position in it was to stir things up and to be this big character and to get people talking and to be the instigator of, I guess, a, a drama played out on the, on the, on the stage of the British art world. And um, so he, so that, that character in particular is something I'm looking at right now that would be a, a dream for me to get going. Um, like I said, I'm on the fourth draft of it, and this draft is the one I want to take into development so that it's early days, but it's, you know, that's the dream role right now. Awesome. Amazing. I, I think that's incredible. I really do, and I really hope that, you know, aspires well. I would definitely love to see how that will be in, in the big series, so I definitely, definitely hope that works out. Um, Going on to number four, you know, you actually had the opportunity to learn and act along with some amazing actors. You know, can you tell us what that experience, you know, is like for you to 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 be able to do that? To sorry, to act alongside some great actors. Mm -hmm. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh yes. Well, yeah. The first sort of veteran actor that I worked with in film, I was on my first film in Los Angeles. Was it was a Potsdam Peter in The Last Supper. You know, it's a it's a pure Fritz film. It was a big Christian movie. It's a bit, I guess it's a bit a big thing in here in America to make those movies. And it was at the time, especially, it was was honoured to be a part of it, to be invited to be a part of it. Um, and I got to learn from Robert Lozier, who was Oscar nominated actor. Oh wow! Very interesting. Yeah, that's was, amazing. I mean, you know, a veteran actor who's got, I don't know how many films under his belt, maybe oh, right. hundreds or something, I, you know. Um, <laughs> so just to watch how sort of cool and relaxed he was about going about his business. It was, as a young actor, he was very passionate and, you know, wanted to get it right. And and then just watching him go about it all, he was so sort of at ease with the entire process. I, you know, that just put me at ease. Right. As well. And, and to, to see him kind of work, work it out as he was going along. Um, and I remember at one point, you know, they just, I mean, the director just asked him to, uh, I, I, I can't remember what, but just to really connect with his memory of telling the stories of Apostle Peter. And he just, he just started weeping out of nowhere. And it was like, wow that's all it kind of took for him to get to that emotional place. And he was so sensitive and his older age, he was 83 when he shot the movie and that was his last role. Um, so that was very interesting. And, and getting to also now to, I've worked since work with Sally Kirkland, who um, on a film called Paint It Red. And she was just, you know, this game of, of the old school, method acting at the studio world telling me about how she would uh do the scenes with de niro at the actor's studio directed by right. lee strasberg and de niro the young de niro would be tearing apart the scenery and he would be so passionate and lee strasberg would be just pushing and pushing them to go to deeper places within themselves and just hearing those stories just was such an inspiration on set you know and then um very similar to that, actually, someone who is also very connected to um, Mr. De Niro um, was um, Barry Primus. I just did a gangster movie with Barry, 
called Five Families that we shot the first 10 minutes, kind of like a whiplash deal. We shot the first 10 minutes and now they are um, developing a feature out of that. The short did very well at film festivals and um, Barry's connection to, to this particular story and this kind of material has really moved this project along. Called, the project is called Five Families and Barry Primus plays my grandfather. Barry Primus has been connected with that whole uh, actor's studio world since the beginning and has actually directed Robert De Niro in a film and been in a number of films um, with Robert De Niro because of their relationship and their work at the actor's studio. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so to get, I mean, to be on set with him and acting opposite him and seeing how he, he was just constantly asking questions of the director, like, what, okay, what about this? And like, and making contributions in terms, I guess he'd done a lot of gangster films and- <laughs> Right. <obviously, laughs> yeah, had, had, you know, grown up in that sort of rough area. And so wanted to, wanted it to be really authentic. And so he was constantly making his own contributions. Actually, it, you know, it wouldn't go that way. It would be like this, or, you know, it would, um, this is how these guys operate. This is the sort of things that they say. And, and to see him sort of push that authenticity and to really inquire into the script and into the, what the director's vision was for the piece, that, that, was, that was brilliant to learn from. Again, you know, I guess I learned from that too. You know, it's good to ask questions and to, yeah. and to be a, to a, a very active participant in your role with the director. Yeah. Um, so I guess those are three veterans I got to work with recently. I mean, on my first on my first film ever, it was an Australian movie called Possessions, and I got to work with Max Cullen, who was another veteran, um, who's worked with Baz Luhrmann, and and is basically a veteran in the Australian film world. And um, that was that was an interesting one. It was another like father figure on that set. Um, he played this art dealer who was sort of pulling off this con and uh you know max cullen is an artist as well so he was a sculptor he's been involved in the art world and he was playing an art dealer in this film and um so i guess it was very interesting to see how he sort of tied those things together yeah and and i suppose with all of these people what was interesting to see was how they were able to tie these stories of their own life into the characters as well and, and, and what are their own interesting and broad lives as people inform their work as actors and as others. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm absorbed. I'm like completely absorbed in everything that you're saying. I'm loving it. So I was like, don't even, like, you're, you're great. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this, this, he's, he's seen and experienced so much. I'm just like loving it. So you are so good. Um, I do want to make sure my audience follows you and your work. So where are you on social media? On Twitter, I'm at Lawrence Fuller, L-A-U-R-E-N-C-E-F-U-L-L-E-R. And same on Instagram, at Lawrence Fuller. Um, yeah, I'm active on both. I'm active on both of those platforms. Okay, good. Everyone, I'll make sure you listen in to the audience. You guys know, you guys never scared me wrong. Make sure you guys follow Lawrence Fuller because he is definitely going to be an actor to watch for sure. 
So um, just going on a little bit more. Um, Lawrence, can you tell us, because you've had tons and tons of theater work. What has been your, what has been your favorite theater role so far and why? Um, yeah, theater work was definitely my beginning and served as the foundations for um, my work in film. <laughs> Um, I haven't done too much theatre work since I've been in America. Um, I guess my focus has mainly been on film. And I do want to do some more theatre and work with you know, an institution like the Geffen or, or something like that. And, um, but my main theatre years were in England. And uh, my favourite role out there was, was Madness in Valencia, directed by Simon Evans incredibly talented young theatre director that works a lot with the Donmar since he's worked with sort of Jude Law and I think Orlando Bloom and um, oh. you know it's working at some of the top top theatre shows in the West End at that, right now but we started off um, in this small little play at the back of this theatre pub that's sort of known for offbeat fringe shows called The White Bear in South London and the play was called Madness in Valencia. And we took this Spanish age, um, Spanish golden age play by Luca de Vega that was just so rarely performed in English. Um, it's almost never done. Um, but Simon discovered it and he wanted to do something new with it. And he wanted to do a classical piece that just in a way that had just never been done before. And so we took this tra English translation of this piece and just made it the most mad kind of um, celebration of, of uh, this story, which was a, a love story essentially set in, a, in, a, in an insane asylum. And it's about how love drives people crazy. And really the, the only really crazy person was the asylum keeper. Mm -hmm. And that was played by me. And so I get to, I got to go very big with the character and make lots of strange and uh, wild choices and start improvising and cli literally climbing all over the set. During the intermission, the director was just like, okay. I remember on opening night, there was been so much improvisation and stuff throughout the rehearsal process. But on opening night, Simon, the director, came to me um, before we went up and was like, hey, during intermission, I just want you to go out and improvise with the audience. Okay, have fun. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> He's okay, have fun. Oh my God. That's, that's yep. one way to put it. Okay, have fun. <laughs> oh no. That's right. That's right. He, he, I love he threw it. down the gauntlet. Um, but that set, that set the tone for the rest of the run. And then from we had, that show was so wild and so free and fun that we ended up getting a timeout critic to come in and see because she'd heard about it. And she gave us such a great write-up that just from that write-up, we got a transfer to the West End, to Trafalgar Studios. And we got a, a, a short run at Trafalgar Studios, which sort of served as a launching pad for a lot of uh, careers. Definitely Simon in the West End and... It uh, enabled me to come here out here to LA and, and get traction with, you know, the, the film world out here. Just yeah. people hearing about it, the reviews that we got. 
yeah. I mean, it was a great time, a great time in my life. One of the best experiences uh, working with a group of people I've ever had. So, Madness, that was awesome. Madness in Valencia, directed by Simon Evans. Yeah. I love that. That sounds incredible. And, and it's good that you, you know, we were able to improvise and think on your feet, even though you just got thrown on the gauntlet. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm going on just to the last few questions here, Lawrence. Uh, what goals do you hope to one day accomplish as an actor? Um, I would say what goals I hope to accomplish. Yeah. I hope to keep working with, you know, really passionate directors, passionate people telling stories that are, are full of um, humanitarian stories, so that are full of, uh, you know, uh, human human drama, human grit, human the human story, humanity, sort of laid bare and out there on the screen. I hope to keep getting lead roles as I have been, but. You know, if it's a great story and a great character, what's it matter if it's a supporting role? Yeah. Um, That's a and to, yeah, I hope to keep working with passionate directors, whether they've been around for the, you know, for decades or if they're just starting out as their first or second feature. Um, so, yeah, just more, just more good stuff. Yeah. That's what I hope for. Yeah, and that is a great goal to hope for. Um, to kind of go on a little bit on that, with the director's part, if you had any chance to work with any director in L.A., who would you like to work with? Oh, my God. Well, I've already talked about P.T. Anderson. I would say that's probably my, my top choice to work with any director. But, you know, th then I look at, you know, the Sassy brothers coming out of New York and the stuff that they've been doing. And I've been following them since heaven knows what came out at the, I think it was the New York Film Festival. Um, but, you know, they have been really, really forging the path as sort of the Scorsese's of our generation in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, um, Scorsese, obviously a master of cinema, um, you know, of, of uh, cinema history, one of the all time greats. Yes. Um, but they, they're clearly taking a page out of his book in, in terms of what is our generation's urban stories. What, is, what are the characters in, in the streets of New York and L.A. today that, that we can sort of pull out and, and turn into a narrative and, and to expose the sort of urban living today? And yeah. I can't wait to see Uncut Gems um, distributed yes. by H24. Yeah. I mean, that oh. looks awesome, doesn't it? I have been wanting to die to see that movie. I am all for a serious Adam Sandler, so I am, yes, I cannot wait to see that movie. I'm right there with you. Uh, it's amazing. We got a lot of great cinematic taste, you and I, and I'm noticing that. We, we, we both like the same directors and, you know, got the same taste. So I think it's awesome. Um, all right. Yeah. Oh, it. cool. Uh. Huh? We'll have to keep on touch on social media about the good stuff coming out. Yeah, we are definitely gonna have yeah. to do that. Cause I thought I was like, yeah. one over here that's like super excited to see Uncut Gems. So, ah, love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Great. So going on to the last question there, Mr. Lawrence. Uh, if you are involved with any future projects, any future acting projects, can you give a little dish about it to TNC? 
Um, yes, absolutely. Oh, wait, one thing that people can can watch at the moment that has just been released online is Echoes of You, directed by Henry Quilici, which is just getting amazing support online, amazing support on Twitter. There's like hundreds of people tweeting about this short film that um, yeah, had a great run at the film festivals, but now is been released through a company called Omeletta. Um, and you can check that out. You can, there's a link to it on my social media. And the, the short film is called Echoes of You. It's about a classical pianist that teaches this young homeless boy how to play piano. And it just changes both their lives. And it's got this amazing humanitarian message behind it about compassion and empathy and, and how the arts can transform someone's life no matter what circumstance they're in. Um, and so uh, people can check that out. And in, in terms of future projects, uh, the one I was talking about, Five Families with Barry Primus, that's being um, developed into a feature right now that's directed by Adam Cushman. And that's, that's like going to be a good old gangster film, like sort of like Scorsese, like we were talking about, or the, the Irishman coming out. And I think Barry Primus is in The Irishman as well. So our, our whole team has been really excited about that. Um, so that, that one's coming up, the Five Families, directed by Adam Cushman. Oh, that sounds exciting. All of your work sounds exciting. Again, I'm going to insist one more time, TN Suites audience, make sure you follow Lawrence Fuller on and keep up with his acting work. Again, I say this, this this guy is definitely the one to watch. He's got a really great, strong theater background, and, and, and he's got an amazing film. I cannot wait to see more of what you do, Lawrence. Um, but I do want to say it's been such a pleasure to be talking to talk with you. Uh, like I said, we both have a great that taste, and it does seem that you have a clear direction of, of where you want to go with your acting career. And I just want to thank you for, for sharing all that with us today. Lovely. Thank you so much for having me on and, and for giving me this time to talk about what I love. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. T and Sweet's audience, of course, you guys know. Again, I am your hostess with the most, Miss Simone Jackson, a.k.a. Miss J. You guys know we'll always be back with another great episode of T and Sweet's. Again, I want to thank our great guest, Lawrence Fuller, and make sure you guys check out his film work. Go to his social media, check out that short film, and just, just continue to support him because, again, he's going to be the one to watch. So you guys definitely want to make sure you guys uh, check him out before he just becomes increasingly in demand. So definitely make sure you do that. <laughs> so I definitely want to thank Lawrence again for, for joining us. Um, until another great episode, you guys of TN Suites, I am Ms. J. Until another great episode, you guys stay beautiful out there. We will be back soon. Have a great day, guys. Bye.